Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Avacan Community Podcast. My name is Adam, I'm your host. With me here, I have the wonderful Sylvia and today we're going to blow your mind. Yes, that's right. In this episode, we have an interview with an amazing guest, which, you know, we'll tell you all about it very soon. A sizzling new hot topic, uh, some exciting Avakin news, um, the very first episode of the Avakin Chronicles, which we're very excited about and we can't wait for you guys to see it. And a very special contest for you guys. So make sure you stick around until the very end. Okay, let's jump right in. Um, Okay, so earlier in the week, uh, we had an amazing guest who came to visit us in a recording studio. Um, It was Eris from uh, Witch of the East. Um, We've had the band live in the venue, um, I think for the second time pretty recently. And she came to talk to us about her music career, you know, her inspiration for songs. It's a really good interview. Um, Yeah, it's it's really interesting. There's a lot of... um stuff that I didn't know I've known yeah. them for some time because I onboard fans into the yeah to uh, the venue here and um, I learned quite a lot from the interview uh, so we hope you do too mm-hmm. here we go check it out enjoy okay so today we're joined by the wonderful Aries from Witch of the East so Aries welcome to the studio thank you for having me how's life with you at the moment life is good they're good um <laughs> Yeah, I travelled down today in the rain, and um, I got a little bit wet, but apart from that, I'm good. Traditional English rain yeah, attack. Exactly. It's miserable here right now. Yeah. But, but sun, the stun, sun still shines, <laughs> and the earth continues to rotate. And I'm, now, it's not. I'm now in a beautiful studio as well, to be honest. Oh, thanks. We're beautiful people. Oh. It's great. So, which of the East was recently live in the venue again? Mm-hmm. What would you say the best thing is about be- being in Avakin? I think it's really nice to have uh, my music presented to um, gamers across mm. the entire world. Mm. I think it's um, something that a lot of bands could take advantage of. And yeah, the only thing I feel a little bit um, sorry for is my Avakin because it never gets a rest. She's, al- <laughs> she's always playing. That's true. 24-7. 24-7. I don't she's know how she does playing. it. Yeah. For an entire week as well. Yep. Yeah. It's quite an intense experience. Luckily, she doesn't have any kind of digital fatigue or anything she like doesn't. that. She mm. doesn't. Yeah. Excellent. So how long have you been singing and playing for? Um, how did you first get into music? Um, okay, so quite a long time ago, I was... Um, listening to bands like Oasis and Blur and I was like like the Britpop era and I was like okay this is really really cool and it seemed accessible because you can pick up a guitar and you can write some songs and play some songs and the neck just kind of grew and then I got into music production uh, videography and it just kept expanding from there really was it all completely self-taught or did you um, go to uh, some kind of college or anything like that? Um, they wouldn't accept me in college. I wasn't accepted. Oh. What? I tried to um, lag my way in a little bit because you needed to be at a certain level and when you're self-taught, I haven't got any grades or anything like that. I had to just kind of just went in there and played some, a song I knew. But it, I, I don't think they took to me very well <laughs> <laughs> for whatever reason. But Well, that, to be honest, that's a good thing as well because yeah. it, it just shows that what you do is driven completely by passion. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there, it doesn't seem forced in any way, which is always yeah. nice. 
Yeah. And you're doing great now, so. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, like, it's, um, it could have not my confidence, but since then, like, I've been in projects with Play Gigs for Radio 1, Michael Chambers, the whole project. This band's been um, one of the biggest magazines in America's really got us back and they keep putting big articles out about us and it's, yeah, like, you, you can self-teach yourself, self-teach, if that's right. You can yeah. self-taught, or however you're going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> you can teach yourself these things, and as long as it's pure and honest, I think there's no rules, really. Yeah, it's reflected in the music, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, where do you get the inspiration for your songs? What is your process? Um, so, I guess I'm... A bit of an empath sometimes, so I can be in a situation with a group of people and I can um, just pick up a vibe of a certain thing or and then I can just feel something from that and it'll kind of like influence me to write music or I, I paint as well, so it just depends basically. And then um, things just get created from that point or it can be something that I've experienced personally um, or it can be from a film, reading a book, it just all depends, but whenever you get that strong feeling, you never force it, it's just a case of you get a strong emotion towards something, and it's like you have to get it out into the world, basically, in some way. Is it a case of it, there has to be a trigger every time in order? I think so, because yeah. I think if you try and force it, um, it just doesn't work because it's not real. When you, you just have that, that inspiration and that moment, it's like a pure energy and it's like you know you need to use it you can you can definitely tap into it and you can create something from there it's like like last night i was writing some music and um and producing it and i think i've had an hour's sleep because i knew if i just stopped i wouldn't have got it again so i have to keep mm -hmm. going whilst i'm in that mode so what comes first the, the music or the lyrics um it does not matter it, it depends, like um, I was on a night out with a friend not too long ago, about three months ago and um, the next day we were talking on the phone and she was just saying that she was really hungover and she, she couldn't even tell me, that she's been watching TV but she goes, to be honest with you, I don't even know if it was turned on or not because <laughs> she was that hungover and it just stuck in my brain so then the song that's in Avakin is the first one, the first bit of the lyrics talks about that. Uh, okay, okay, uh, good stuff. So, um, probably quite a big question. Um, what do you love most about your fans? Um, I think they're very loyal, very loyal, and you can tell they're able to connect to the lyrics and the music and the passion that's in there. And you know, they're not deceived by music that's um, not pure. You know. They're not deceived by that. They, they look for real music. You can tell because, well, that's what they tell me. But also, you can tell with the way they talk and what it means to them and stuff. You know, they're very, very intelligent uh, people. Yeah. Um, what's the most exciting place that you've travelled to for a performance? I would say. Um, so we. we one of the, the furthest ones is Bahrain. That was a bit wild. Bahrain, wow. I had to escape because there was a riot, so we had to escape the riot. Um, so we had to leave the country with like no notice. That was 
getting dangerous, but it was a good memory. <laughs> um, and then we played Paris three weeks ago, and it was an amazing show. And some Africans came from Avakin to the show actually. Which oh was wow, crazy. that's awesome yeah. to hear. Um, but on the way over though, we broke down unfortunately. But we got it. We got there in the end, and it was a great show. And it was a great time, and we met so many beautiful people. But yeah, we just, we just don't have much luck when we're traveling. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you talk to the Avakins that you met there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great, that's awesome. Oh, cool. Um, okay, so this is probably a bit of a, a cliche question for a musician, but what what artists have inspired you in the past? Um, okay, so I really like Chelsea Wolfe. Chelsea Wolfe. Yeah, I really like her, um, and especially the visuals as well, because I'm very into visuals, because with music. Obviously that's art, but the other side of it as well, when you can get the visuals going and stuff. You've got your poetry, your soundscape, and then you've got like the visual, which is all connected. Um, so yeah, she's really, really cool. Um, I really like the Beatles for the choruses. I really like the choruses. And yeah, it just, it just varies. Like, like I was saying before, I listen to Blair a lot, uh, the Maccabees, listening to it at the moment. I don't listen to very, heavy music that often but sometimes it yeah. just depends on the moods really yeah my sister's a huge fan of the Maccabees actually mm. uh, she went through a phase of going to every single yeah, gig yeah this is it like, <laughs> yeah it's just the phase thing and then a week later I'll be listening to bands like Placebo or, you know, just different bands but I really like um, I'm saying these bands so that people are aware of them but there's a lot of bands on the UK scene that are really 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 good Um yeah, so it's like there's, there's a really strong music scene out in the UK. Cool. So you've recently been on tour. Mm -hmm. What do you love most about traveling and performing to different audiences? Um, I think when you're singing songs and the crowd are singing the songs back to you, I think that means it's quite special because you've got a really nice connection between you both. I really like that. And also, you, you see familiar faces on the road. So when you go into different cities, you're catching up with different people that are your friends, essentially. Because I, don't, I never really use the word fans. It's more friends that you're sharing the passion for music. And um, yeah, you get to hang out with your friends in different cities and catch up. It must feel really good when someone's singing your lyrics back to you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. It's nice. It's... Um, and it kind of, it kind of, when you're writing other songs in the future, you can kind of start to visualise them singing certain bits and stuff. If that makes sense. Oh, okay. So it kind of, it kind of, sometimes it can direct your writing as well. Oh, that's great. So, um, what's your favourite song ever? Difficult question. Probably. Oh, oh might might not be a difficult question at all. You might know instantly. It just honestly, like, it really depends. Um, it's just a mood thing, really. But I don't know. Um, House of Metal by Chelsea Wolfe, I really like. That's a really, really nice song. Um, but it just depends. I think about this a lot. Okay. Some, yeah, I do. It's, and then I just realise that I'm like, okay, it's, I'm never going to be able to settle with this answer. <laughs> so it's never yeah. going to be the same thing. <laughs> There's too many, like, amazing songs to just. Yeah, like and just pick one, and, and yeah. it just purely depends on how you feel that mm, day, you know. Because yeah. it just it's just a feel. 
It's like me with pet kittens. I can never settle <laughs> on one favourite pet kitten. Changing yeah. it every day. I've got a yeah. sphinx at the moment. Ah, good call. Aww, that's a good one. Which brings me to, actually. <laughs> do you have any pets in real life? I do. I've got um, an American Akita called Anakin. Oh, cool. Mm. Is that called a cat? He's, he looks like a cat in a way. He's like half cat, half dog, but he's the size of a bear. Wow. He, he thinks he can sit on my knee still, because when he was really tiny, I let him sit on my knee, but... Yeah. Awesome. You could literally ride him, he's that big. It, do you, <laughs> you got, have you got any pictures that you put on your social feeds? Or I can, like yeah, that? I will yeah. do, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Check out um, <laughs> which of these or Eris's um, socials later. Yeah, they're all going to be curious there. now. Yeah. Um, so bringing it back to the music aspect, um, in case we have any aspiring musicians listening in, do you have any tips on how to get started in this industry? Yeah, I think if I was to speak to myself when I first started out, the thing that I would say is that just be patient with your writing and make sure that, because first impressions count, when you actually go out and you play live, that your songs are as strong as possible. Um, and that happens through listening to a lot of music and basically being obsessed with music and listening to all the intricate parts and stuff and, you know, the bands that are um, the bands that are doing really well, or have done well for a long time, is because they put a lot of work into it. There's a lot of work that goes into it. So, um, yeah, and you'll want to do that if you're passionate about music anyway. So, kind of goes hand in hand, really. If you carry that passion through, especially nowadays when it's everything's digital and there's anyone can become a musician if they want to. Yeah, I expect it. that pa- that passion shines through and that's how you drive yourself. And be really honest as well with your lyrics. Be very honest because I guarantee your favourite artists are very honest with their lyrics if you listen to them. It, and you've got to be brave because sometimes you're, you're letting people see you, the true you through your lyrics and it, it can be quite challenging at times to do that. But like I say, it's people are going to be able to relate to it because it's real and pure. Do you feel like you're opening yourself up to vulnerability? I think through being so honest. Yeah, you definitely do. Um, you definitely do. But I think at the same time, um, once you once you open that door and you go through it, there's no going back because at the same time as as feeling vulnerable, people also you know that there's going to be a lot of people that can relate to it and it's going to help them with things and think I'm not alone, you know. So, what's next for you? Any other exciting projects you're working on? Um, so, I, we're going to Europe in March um, and another UK tour then. And hopefully uh, in June, July, we're going to America for a while, doing some dates over there. Um, and then another European tour at the back end of the year lots of singles and videos coming out so awesome so we have a, quite a lot of users in America as you can expect yeah, yeah. Um, how can they find out uh, where you're playing and how, how can they come to one of your gigs so whichoftheeast.net is, is the website um, social media it's whichoteast um, so Facebook Instagram UK all the major ones, darling. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll drop all these into the yeah. Um, yeah. into the description for the uh, for the YouTube podcast anyway.
Um, do you record everything from home or? Yeah, so recording wise, um, I've got a studio at home, but I, yeah, I basically, anytime I get an idea, I'm just like in the studio straight away. As soon as I feel that, um, I don't know, the energy like we were discussing before, I'm just straight in the studio, capturing it as quick as I can, because I think there's something about that. I think if you try and, if you, if you write a song, but then you go to a studio later on, I, I think you kind of lose something. You lose a bit of that energy and what was there. So I, I quickly track it down and then I'll mix it to a certain point and add in loads of different parts like the piano and different things. Build it up as far as I can. And then if it needs drums, um, I'll take it to the studio. Greenmount Studios in Leeds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, lovely guys there. And then it'll get mixed again there. And then um, it'll either be, it'll either finish that, or then I'll take it away and do a tiny bit more of a mix at the end. So it's um, yeah, it's and then in terms of like the writing, once that's getting towards the end, I'm thinking about the music video then and working that out. So and it's really nice because we get a lot of people involved as well. Um, so there's uh, Annie, we get involved, uh, my drummer Manny. And just different artists basically collaborate as much as as much as the songs need it basically. It's not just about Aries. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any shout outs you want to do? Um shout outs. I so, yeah, okay. Um so I'm trying to think how I would say this. Okay. A shout out to I'm Not From London, my record label and publishing company. Um they're a, really really supportive and anytime I come up with an idea I'm yet to say no <laughs> and that's all you can ask for really and we work really well together there's, there's a trust there which is really important to me brilliant well thanks so much for joining us in the studio today Thank wonderful you. having you here it's been a nice. um, we can't wait to see you in Avacon again yep. will you be back for sure for brilliant sure. thanks Harris thank you Welcome to Hot Topic, the segment where we tell you everything you need to know about this week's most discussed topics around the community. Uh, this week's Hot Topic is fibre. So, for those of you who don't know, we have now introduced a new off-the-wall service called Fibre. Um, it's not yet available available in every single country, but we have a post on Reddit um, which will tell you when it does become available. Um, you also need to be updated to... Mm, your device also needs to be updated to 1.35 for you to be able to see it if it is available in your country. Also, we have another uh, another post on Reddit, a feedback post. So if you have tried Fiber and you want to tell us what you think, please head over to our subreddit and let us know. So we've started by introducing Fiber to three countries initially, but it's since been rolled out uh, to a lot more countries. You can read an update, up-to-date list on this on our subreddit, uh, where the wonderful Ash will keep updating the main post as soon as the Fiber information becomes available and more countries are deployed. Um, so if your question is, is fiber available in question mark aka my country then please check the post on reddit similarly if you want to know when fiber is going to be available in your country uh, please keep an eye out on that post for more updates we're aiming to roll out fiber as carefully as possible so it might not be as fast as you'd want but please try to be patient if you're expecting it we just want there to be 
the least possible amount of issues for you guys and we'd like this process to be as smooth as possible for each country so you may see uh, offers disappear come back in the service disappear come back in there's um, lots of scope for potential with this in the future so please bear with us yeah um we would also like to point out that if you try to submit tickets to fiber with um pictures of things that are you know unrelated to the offer you've completed if you've completed an offer um you won't receive your reward uh basically um submitting false requests to fiber is really detrimental to us and our relationship with the service um so it might it might cause issues uh for us going forward uh with this service uh so we'd like to ask you guys to only submit tickets to fiber if you are actually having issues with the service so if you've completed an offer and you haven't uh received other coins for some reason uh, then yeah that's when you'd do it um but yeah uh tickets with you know unrelated pictures or supporting false claims will be deleted um by the fiber team automatically and you won't be able to receive a reward we also have a new post on our subreddit uh, and on our news feed to tell you about how fiber works and how to use it so please check them out if you haven't already as they should clear any confusion you might have about how fiber works and operates I didn't see you there. I'm just reading an old favourite of mine, the Avakin Chronicles. Would you like to hear the story of Adam? Oh, well, let's begin. In the depths of the rainforest retreat, Adam suddenly awakened. He shook his head left to right, trying to fully regain consciousness. Oh, he moaned, looking around. Where am I? He thought. He had absolutely no recollection of how he ended up here. The last thing he remembered was catching turkeys. And then it was all blank. He sat there for a few minutes trying to remember something, anything that could help, but to no avail. He was startled by a sudden rustle that seemed to be coming from the bush in front of him. Hello? he called, and then realised He'd watched enough horror movies to know that that hadn't been a smart move. The bush rustled again, this time with more energy. Adam kept watching, astounded, as a disproportionately large flower emerged from the foliage. Oh no, nope, nope, Adam said as he stumbled to get away. Wait, called the flower from behind him. Huh? Adam turned around to face the weird creature. Daisy? I am so sorry. I didn't recognise you. The sizeable flower grinned. I can tell. You look terrified. What are you doing here? She asked. I'm kind of lost, I guess. I have no idea how I got here, he shrugged. Daisy smirked. You don't remember anything? Adam looked her up and down. What was so funny, he thought getting more and more suspicious. Nothing, he said sternly. The tall flower nodded. You're probably just tired. I was about to go for a walk with Astrid. Come with us. Adam hesitated, then figured she was probably right. His memory would come back soon. Sounds great, he smiled, following Daisy out of the rainforest retreat. As he walked, a sudden memory flashed into his mind. 
It was of Sylvia and Daisy, whom appeared to be arguing. It was over before he had a chance to make sense of it. What in the world, he blurted out as he tripped on a tree branch and bumped into Daisy, knocking her over. Hey, she shouted. Sorry, sorry, he exclaimed, helping her up. I just remembered something. I was definitely hanging out with you and Sylvia last night. He glanced over at Daisy, who suddenly looked uneasy. Oh, I don't think so, Atom. You must be confused, she said as she started hopping ahead. I'm afraid I don't know many other gigantic talking flowers. It had to have been you, he said, trying to catch up with her. So what was Daisy hiding from him? Could Sylvia help? You'll have to find out in the next episode. Hi Abakins, we need to talk about something. It turns out that only 10% of people that watch your videos are subscribed to your channel. Please subscribe so you don't miss any content. It's free. Do the right thing. You know you want to. From Star Style and around the world, this is Avakin News. So first off, let's talk a little bit about this week's releases. Um, so as you know, we release new items, um, apartments, you know, animation sets, uh, everything like that. We release it on Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, so for Tuesday's release, uh, we had a new co collection, which we actually talked about in the previous podcast, the Cosmos Dia Moon um, collection of I believe it's mostly wings, um, so it's kind of like fantasy, butterfly themed. Uh, they're very cool and we love Dear Moon. She's an awesome member of the community, so make sure you check out her Instagram if you haven't done so already. Um, we also released some wonderful new autumn backgrounds for your profile, so yeah, check them out. Um, in terms of the Friday release, um, I'm very excited about this one personally. Um, the Sorry if I'm saying this wrong. The Beauval Cottage. It's uh, Beauvale. Beauvale Cottage. Um, so it's basically a kind of snowy, wintry cottage. It's really cute. Um, uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this one. Um, we also have a new furniture collection, the Loft Folklore Collection. Um, so it's perfect for your winter needs. Um, there's going to be like stuff like an interactive writing desk, a furnace, book piles. It's just like really cozy I guess and I really can't wait. Super cool for that um, transition from fall into winter Yeah, all of that yeah. cool stuff leaves on the ground, winds blowing yes. all that nice cozy stuff. Um, the Farmyard Frenzy game has finally been released What? We'd yeah. like to apologise for the delay releasing this game uh, we did encounter some really unexpected bugs when testing it uh, we wanted to fix these, make sure it was all running smoothly before officially releasing it. Please let us know what you think about this game because it's the first time we've done a collect game like this. Uh, leave us some feedback on our official subreddit. Um, yeah, so valuable to us, this feedback. Mm. Yeah, indeed. Um, also, don't forget that we still have loads of events coming up this month. Uh, first off, we're going to have an amazing um, Instagram photo contest uh, about this feature that Adam just mentioned uh, it's, so, it's, it's, it's all going to be about the family at Frenzy game and you can win big and there's going to be another um, photo contest coming uh, this month, um, the theme will be revealed very soon so stay tuned 
Uh, also, don't forget we have two exclusive parties coming soon. One of them very soon, in fact, uh, which is the what's it called again? The Harvest Hoedown. Harvest Hoedown party. Uh, as well as Black Friday flash sales, uh, icon sales, and a brand new artist live in the venue. Ooh, very exciting. Yes. Thanks to everyone that joined us for episode two of the podcast today. Um, remember to subscribe so you get all the notifications and stay up to date with us whenever we go live on YouTube. Uh, also, we're looking for feedback on this show. If you like what you see, if you want to see more of it, let us know in the comments below. We love to hear your feedback. We're also on Instagram, uh, Avakin Official. Uh, we've got pages for Brazil. We've got pages for Russia, Italy, uh, many other countries. Just search on Instagram. You'll find us. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Snapchat. Uh, we've got a Russian-speaking community over on VK. And we're also on Twitter as well. So uh, um, there's a platform to cover all of you, really. Mm. Thanks for watching. Bye. <laughs>